Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, joined as always by Randy Angston. What's up, man? How we doing? Matchy, matchy. I know. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. Is it nighttime outside? Well, I mean, Seems like it's it dark. It's dark out there. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Quick announcement, everybody. We have our coaching program. It's up and rolling. Our next call is January 4th. So if you're listening to this episode and you want uh, to get into our next coaching kind of rollout, our next program, it is January 4th. It's actually a rolling start, but uh, that's when our next call is. And mm-hmm. so we, uh, we're getting into the marketing side of the business. And that's kind of like the topic for, for the next uh, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have interest in that, this would be a great time to join. It is winningjim.com slash coaching. And all that is, is you're going to use going to be a quick opt in form and then book a time and yep. then you'll be able to speak to Randy about that. Uh, that's going really good. And I think, you know, listen, guys, if you're on the fence, if you're kind of looking at January in 2022 and what what does this next year l- like look like for you? The one thing I would tell you this is if you keep doing the same things over and over and get the same results. So maybe 2021 was an amazing year for you. And I hope it was, um, 2022 could be even better. Um, we've, we've got a great group of, uh, coaching clients in there right now. And in, even in our iron circle, we're going to get into a little bit about the best years they have ever had yeah, this last year. Glad you said something about it. That's what I was um, thinking. And, and, you know, it's just a direct relationship of, of being around the right people, you know, getting the right advice. And uh, this is a great time. The, the, the coaching program is a great starting point. If you've ever wanted to work with a coach, with us at some capacity, this is something we're really passionate about. This would be a good time to join. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Start so, 2022 off right. For sure. And speaking of 2022, let's talk about 2021. Ooh. This episode, guys, we're going to talk about kind of, you know, year end recap. This is our last episode of the year. This is, I don't know, what episode is this? 200. Good question. 280, maybe two, right around there. Yeah, we're getting close to 300, but uh, we've, we've, we've been through it. We've been through the year now. We've kind of got a chance to sit back and reflect. We spent the last hour and a half just kind of reflecting with, you know, me and you, Randy, but then also Zach and kind of talking about what what did we learn and what can we use from this year to kind of make next year even better? So we wrote a short list here and there's there's obviously more than what's on this list, but these are the things that, you know, we learned. Hopefully you've learned some of the same things and probably some other stuff too. So let's just get right into this list. Uh, number one, uh, one of the things we learned in 2021 was staffing and retention is key. Oh God. <laughs> Half of you are probably still looking feeling yeah, feeling those effects. Never before had I seen a, a market of you know of gym owners in general having such struggles trying to find and, and staff their gyms. This goes for coaches, front desk. Um, there was a lot of things that we learned. Number one is you know, it's competitive marketplace out mm-hmm. there. There's a lot of openings and, you know, there's still a lot of people out of work, but you're now competing against what they're getting in unemployment and these other kind of spliffs that they're getting, uh, you know, against what they can make with you. And so one of the things kind of we talked about was 
you know, retention of your staff is much, just like keeping a client is better than always trying to replace clients. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing with staff, right? <clears throat> we want to keep our coaches and our staff on board, engaged, working towards something, you know, compensated. So they're not always trying to do two, three different jobs. I know that's yep. very common in, yep. the, in the trainer space. They're, they're working two jobs. Three or jobs. scheduling. Right. right. Making it, it's really difficult to have a split schedule in some cases or, you know, not consistent days, things like that. Like there's ways of of keeping a little bit more structure mm-hmm. so that there's, you know, there's a, a plan for them as well. Right. And so one of some of the things that we do here, like number one, you, you mentioned it, the, the split schedule. We don't do split schedules. We have block scheduling. So mm-hmm. it's you, you're either in the a.m. block or the p.m. block. And for us, it's five to noon or one to eight. You, you don't come back like yeah. you don't, you don't yeah. leave, come in the morning and leave midday and come back. That's just a lot of it's a lot of stress on the on the coach. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we wanted to make this more of a a, a career, a, not not something that they just have to live in the gym. They want we wanted them to have a little bit of life outside the gym. Yep. So um, that's one of the things we do. We also do quarterly reviews. We have a matrix on how we grade one through five and it's their bonuses uh, and all kinds of stuff. But, you know, we try to make it fun. It, you know, it is a tough job. I mean, let's be honest. You're on your feet for five, six straight hours. You're, you're dealing with all the different types of personalities. Yep. But but look, that's the industry we're in. There's not much you can do about and that's, it. And, and quite frankly, that's a lot of the things that those individuals want. Those are the things that they're good at, right? Those are the things they care about. So it is a win-win when done right. But uh, it, it's tough. I mean, we know if this last year showed us, sometimes it's not even just yeah, like like Tim said, it. You're fighting the marketplace. You're fighting, you know, society in general. I mean, hell, the opinions of of a virus impacted some of this, and it was nothing more than just opinions. So if if we didn't learn a lot about people and keeping them happy and employed this year, I don't know if we'll. You weren't paying attention. Yeah, it ain't gonna get any worse. <laughs> let's hope. <laughs> yeah, let's hope. All right. So another thing that we learned that we really like is weekly payments. So. Funny story about this. We, we've worked uh, with gyms across the world for years. And originally, mm-hmm. when we started working with gyms in Australia, their kind of standard was weekly payments. So everything was, when they're telling us their pricing per, we, I was always assuming month. Month, it, yeah. It's actually weekly pricing. Um, we adopted that. I guess it's been over a year now, but we really kind of fine-tuned it into some price points that we really like. But weekly payments, guys, if you're not doing weekly payments, I suggest you look at it. It may not be for you, whatever. Um, it's really easy to sell. Mm-hmm. You're asking for a small commitment, right? You know, instead of the first month or the first and the last, you're looking for the first week payment. Yeah. Um, and again, just clarification for those listening, weekly payments, not necessarily agreements. They're annual agreements. Yep. There you they're, go. they're weekly installments of that total contractual value. Right. Just to clarify that. You know, and some of the kickback that we get from gym owners when we talk about weekly payments, well, you know, Am I going to get dinged in transaction fees because there's more <clears throat> fees? Sure. Um, and, you know, really when it comes down to it, it's not even close. Um, it's 30 cents per transaction. And if you're doing 52 transactions, 15 bucks versus, you know, you're 12. So take that, you know, four bucks. It's a delta of $12. <laughs> okay. For $12 a year, mm-hmm. you're paying $12 more in transaction fees. Um, you're able to, basically increase your prices by incre- not increasing your prices. So for example, instead of $400 a month, it's $99 a week and you sell the weeks, not the months. And you're getting that extra two payments per year. It outweighs the the $12 of, of extra fees. 
Um, and, and it was, it was a really, you know, for us, our unlimited training forever was like 350, 450. And we went to $99 a week. It's $5,200 membership for the year. And it's like the easiest thing to sell. Yeah. We, our buddy, uh, used to always say reduced to the ridiculous, right? It's like, it's like selling the cup of coffee as opposed to the, the Chrysler, like, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and anybody can justify oh, $99 a week. Okay. That's, and it's unlimited. And so yeah, they, exactly, they, right? they automatically say, I'm going to come five, six days a week. That's only X amount per session. And they, they justify it in their mind yep. very quickly. It's an easy sell. It's very low friction. Very low mm -hmm. friction. So, and, so. and the, well, and then the con side was always, you know, you heard the kickback. Oh, well, what if a client's going out of town? Are they freezing, you know, weekly, things like that? We've come to find out through not only your data, but then the data of some of the other gyms that we know are doing it, that clients, because it's only a week at a time, they're not in and out, freeze, unfreeze, freeze, unfreeze. Mm -hmm. It's just an expectation. They don't even like bring it up. They're not most, doing it very Most often. don't. We do have some people that travel, like for example, and this is why we actually were able to close a couple deals is that yeah, we yeah, would we, allow them to freeze if they needed mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. Um, we had a gentleman that, uh, you know, he has a company in Chicago, lives here, and he goes back to Chicago once a, once a, one week per month every year, all year. And mm -hmm. so we just like, no, no problem. We won't bill you that week. Isn't that nice? It's easy. Yeah. Instead of trying to adjust this monthly membership, it's actually a lot easier to just adjust to one of the weeks. So anyway, something that we learned, I like it. If you're not using it, something to look at, weekly payments. Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our client's training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. Um, number three, COVID killed customer service. <laughs> oh man. COVID killed customer service. So because of the pandemic and because the labor shortages, you are, you can go to basically any restaurant in town. Yep. You'll see a sign, hey, please be patient. You know, the people we couldn't have, you know, the hours are shorter. They don't have staff. Mondays and Tuesdays are closed now or whatever yeah, it may be. To, weird stuff yeah. going on. And, you know, customer service kind of went out the window. And, it's, and it was because of a lack of staff. Yeah. And so now because COVID or because the customer service kind of out the window, it gives us an opportunity to really shine on the customer service side. Um, we, we, I just know like in general, and you were talking about people, you know, businesses that lost your oh, yeah, business. Absolutely. Go, go ahead and talk about that. Well, I mean, <clears throat> in the last 
I'd say three weeks. I've had three businesses that, that really stood out from normal, just daily stuff, right? Mm -hmm. um, I had two of them that, to me, pretty much lost my business, at least at that center, or like the, like one of them, for example, is my cell phone company. I went in, after being told they had something, driving out of my way, show up, oh, absolutely not. No, I don't have any of those. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, that's not acceptable. I just got off the phone. Now, that, granted, that's not a COVID thing, but it's a customer service thing. If somebody did their job and did it correctly, they would have kept my business. Right. But because they left that bad taste in my mouth, now obviously I don't want to go back in there. Now on the other side of it, one of those three businesses actually stood out. The guy, they didn't have, we went into a pet store and they didn't have what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. And rather than, um, it was um, a heating rack, right? Weather drip dipped here in Arizona. It was important, right? Because I have a snake and it was outside. So I wanted to keep it warm. Well, it wasn't like something I could push off. And so the guy recognized that and he goes, hey, I understand this is important, there is another pet store about a quarter mile up the road. It's not ours, but if they have what you're looking for, I'd rather, you know, you take care of your animal that I understand I can't serve your needs today. Yep. All he did, I mean, that secured the fact that I'm coming back to him That's because great. he cared about me as a client overall yep. and not the sale today, Very right? So many businesses will, will cut off their nose to save their face type of thing. And this one, it was the opposite. He showed how much he cared. And of course, I'm go I will go back there. But after routine, like dealing with customer service on the phone, everything, three, well, four hour wait times, I'm callbacks. I mean, yeah, the wait times, like Amer uh, American Airlines. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and we got bumped from a flight and I cannot get a hold of anybody. Yep. And you go to the people in the airport and they tell you to get on the phone. It's just like, the customer service is gone. Absolutely. It's just wiped. And it's really, it's a result of lack of staff. It really is. I think, I think, I mean, there's gotta be some of it that's, that's become almost an excuse to a degree though. Right? Like there's a percentage of it that. Oh, it's an excuse. I'm dealing with, <laughs> I'm dealing with the city of Scottsdale. Yeah. No, oh, nobody's in the office anymore. And so you can't even go talk to anybody. Yeah. You're the lawsuit with, with the county and you know, Hey, COVID, we're not going to be able to give you, you know, the normal produce protocol. Everything, what? Yeah. COVID, quote unquote. COVID. So listen, all that being said is you can actually, wow. The bar has been set yeah. really low. Right. And because your clients are getting hit with American Airlines and the pet store guy and the restaurant and, the, you know, even though the pet store was good, but like the cell phone yep. place and the city, they're dealing with all this crap customer service. So now you come in and you, you wow them. We can actually, I mean, great. You can, you can retain clients much, much better just by wowing them a little bit. So, and did, and I know Tim's mentioned the, the thing before, like, if, if you are suffering from a lack of staff or if you do find yourself in a shortage or, or you can't serve that client immediately, address it right away. Do what you can today and let them know that you care. Um, we use, you use the hostess as an example before, right? You walk into a restaurant and the hostess, nobody's there to greet you and you stand there for five minutes. You're pissed. Yeah. But if you walk in and everybody recognizes, Hey, somebody walked in, we acknowledge you. Somebody says, Hey, We'll be right with you. Just give us, you know, give us a moment or two. We'll be right there. Yeah. They, you, you, they bought five minutes, bought right? Five minutes. <clears throat> it does. It's those little things that are going to be massive differentiators for the next year. It's those types of things that have already started to highlight businesses that really wipe customer service under the carpet entirely or still care about their clients. I mean, it is, it, there is very little middle ground anymore. I agree. I agree. 
So something we learned. Uh, something else we learned. Price increases are expected. Yep. So what do I mean by this? Well, everything around all of our clients and all of us, it's going up. Gas, cost of living, because consumer price index is, which is the kind of measure of inflation. I, I looked at it not that long ago and I was looking at like, you know, energy and beef and all these things. They're through the roof. Insane. They're through the roof. And yes, it sucks to be also one of those other companies that increases your rates. But if you're going to do it, it's now. Now or never. Like if you don't increase your rates, your prices now, you, you'll never do it because your cost to do business is up. It's ex- your clients expect it. Like they almost are like, when's it coming? Because we know it's going to happen. We did it. We did it twice, actually. We did it with our uh, current members. We raised everybody's rates. Um, and, and we lost one person and we did the math on another show and it was like, dude, this is a no brainer. And then also we increased our rates for new members as well. And, you know, that $99 unlimited is now three times a week and we have a 109 mm-hmm. on top of that. So uh, long and short of it is, is look, you, we learned that clients are expecting you to raise your rates. And if you don't do them now, then you're never going to do them. So take this as a, as a kind of a nudge. And not only that, but back to, I mean, if remove the emotion of, of pissing off your clients, guys, everything that you're buying went up 30% period. Correct. A hundred, like everything, everything's going up 30%. If you don't agree and if you don't um, join in on that, Next year, you're starting at a 30% loss. Loss, yep. You nailed it. Like simple math says you, if you don't fall in line and do what everyone else does, and it sucks. We are the consumer that this is getting passed on to, right? Yep. But if you don't, as a business owner, you take the hit. Mm-hmm. And you have to make that up somehow. And so it's yeah. a, it's one of those unfortunate costs of doing business. Costs of doing business, yep. So that's something else we learned. <clears throat> something else we learned is that gyms are able to run leaner. You know, I think we were all forced in 2020, 2021 to take a hard look at our expenses. Do we really need that sixth subscription for <laughs> audio, like a music, music subscription? Sure. Like, so a lot of us streamlined. So a lot of us didn't bring staff back. Um, we actually are still to, to right now, we were running a little bit of a skeleton crew and we're able to manage it. And, and basically it means more profit. Correct. Yeah. It means more profit. So less staff. Less subscriptions, less expenses, higher profit. Um, we've learned that maybe we're we were getting a little fat on some of the stuff, and we were able to lean out some of the expenses and run leaner. And just in this uh, last year, in fact, the last couple of months, we met with our Iron Circle. We talk about wins every call, and three gyms had their best month of all time. Yep, and four gyms ha- are finishing this year as their best year of all time profit and gross gross and profit what does that mean they're back in business yeah not only have they recouped the 2020 losses they've gained it all back plus some and they're more profitable because they are running leaner all great things in fact that's probably the best thing that's happened to the gym industry is forced it's forced the the hobbyist out. We, yeah, we talked about that book going into COVID. Yeah, they forced them out. Yep. They weren't willing to adapt, which is another thing we're talking about here in a second. And then the ones that were able to adapt are winning bigger. Absolutely. They're winning bigger. Well, I mean, to some degree, right? The market share for everyone's a little bit larger. Those that are still here, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I mean, there, I guess there are some gyms opening up, but not like there, there were going into COVID right no, now. Right. I mean, hell, we're sitting here, what, this comes out 
end of December, they're talking about shutting down states again for mm-hmm. fitness for you know fitness facilities and indoor vaccine dining, um, dining and stuff dining and things yeah so we don't know what that's going to be like but the ability to adapt is where everything's at yeah and that's our next thing the ability so we learned that more more important than ever is your as a gym owner as a business owner the ability to adapt to the changing yep. atmosphere if you were rigid in 2020, 2021, if you're rigid, you weren't willing to go online and try to save your clients on Zoom. If you just said, hey, I'm stopping everybody's payments and we're going to, we'll be back. A lot of you guys never came back. Yeah, unfortunately. Unfor- yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, if we're being honest, that's your own fault. Yep. You know, there were so many opportunities to, to pivot. Hey, Tim Lance here. And I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone out there surviving the day-to-day chaos of the fitness business. You know, you're showing up every day and you got people counting on you. I know it's not easy, but you're doing it. So keep on going. But listen, if you feel like it's getting to be too much and you wanted to get some support so you can get out of the struggle and get into real growth, then I highly recommend that you check out our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Go check it out, sign up, and let's get you on track for some easy wins and get back to growth mode. All right, once again, the link is winninggym.com slash grow. And now back to the show. And uh, some of you decided not to, and that's okay, yeah. right? You took business, you took other options, you took that, you know, you, this business in a different direction or whatnot. Mm-hmm. There, there's opportunity in chaos. We talked about that going in, um, but yeah, for those that that didn't, or for those that did survive, it's it's a little bit more blue ocean. Yeah, and those who did survive, it was because you were able to to adapt. adapt. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, look, we we kind of led the charge in the 2021 in our group, you know, doing weekly calls with everybody, getting experts in there and just talking about what's what do we do? Yeah. Um, and we kind of led that charge. And we, in fact, we gained a lot of trust with you as our as our community. And we got a lot of new clients from that sure. period of time. But I didn't I wasn't willing to sit back and just wait for, well, we'll see what happens. No, we had to be proactive. We had to adapt and we had to purposefully, proactively make changes. And yes, the online Zoom stuff's kind of in the past now, although some people hung on to it and, 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 you know, and there's some clients we work with now, they kind of do what we used to do where we have uh, somebody on Zoom on a cart and they roll around the gym with us as we're training our other clients. In fact, I'm I'm pretty sure we kind of still do that. I'm not. <laughs> I think there's two or three clients that are just they're they've moved away, but they they're staying with us. Just you know, doing it. Yeah, that they, way. yeah sure. That, that's a couple clients, whatever. But um, the ability to at least come up with solutions, you know, and I think what we did in the very beginning was when we were shut down. And again, this is 2020, not 2021. We, were we shut down in 2020? I don't even. Yeah, know. Yeah, we were shut down initially May. Was it March or May of March of, of 2020. 2020? Yep. Yeah. That, and then again, May was the second time that they tried to shut us down or tried to. Yeah. But that was in 2020. 2020. Correct. And really all we did at the time was, look, we're, we're not open. So we would bring the coaches in here and we would train everybody in Zoom, which, you know, was a great solution. We kept, we kept a lot of our clients that way, kept them moving. They needed it. Right. Uh, but some of you have kept that. And some of you have also shifted to a hardcore online offering, which is kind of the last thing here on the list was some type of hybrids here to stay. Sure. 
And although we didn't go deep in the weeds with the hybrid stuff, I do believe it's important. And I think that there's a, a you know, there's a, a market for you mm-hmm. out there. And I think it's a great solution. You've already got the programming. You've got the marketing chops. You've got the clientele, your past clients you can go after. Mm-hmm. And there's really, you're not limited to your radius in the market. You're you're basically worldwide at that point. I almost look at the online side as you kind of got three buckets of people to talk to. You've got your, your, or I guess it's, it's really, it's really two. It's well, COVID might be the third, but you know, like if you have your, your gym client who isn't coming to the gym because of something like the virus mandates, doesn't want, you know, whatever you're serving them as close to what you would do in the gym as possible, mm-hmm. right? You provide, you're providing them some version of the, the service that they're accustomed to. And then you've got those that are never going to walk into a gym, but you can now serve them because you have an online option. Sure. Right. So, but they might not be part of the, the 14% that have a gym membership, but now they have an online training membership. So that's a, a brand new market that we haven't really tried to tap into as a gym owner. And then you've got those that use it kind of both. Right. You got your gym goer, but oh, maybe I am the traveling guy. So when I'm gone for the week, I have my gym's programming stay in my, uh, you know, program while I'm gone. I can just facilitate it somewhere else. And so it's almost like having, it's almost like entirely different businesses or, or, I mean, the marketing obviously has to be a little different. And like, there's so many different things that are similar, but they're, Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, I wouldn't consider them the same. Like, yeah, as, it's as, not like a second gym. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A lot of people thought, oh, well, I do training in, in, in the gym. Well, why don't I just go do an online version and think it's the same? Mm-hmm. There are nuances that you definitely have to, you know, be aware of, adapt to, and, um, you know, and speak to. Yeah. And, and I would agree. I, I think online training is here to stay. I think it's a great solution. We didn't do it, but we may still in the future. I'm just not focused mm-hmm. on it right now. Uh, but there's a lot of gyms that, I mean, our friend Owen closed yeah. his gym in California. I mean, God bless the guy. He's getting freaking pounded <laughs> yeah, yeah. from everything. Oh, every man, it was a crazy. He went online, hardcore nutrition online. He's doing really well. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, and I think that's to be, a, that's the ability to adapt. Absolutely. He made a business decision. Another one of our Iron Circle members made a business decision to abandon his current lease in a space that didn't serve him open up a second location while currently still paying the landlord at the first because he's still on the hook, but he's making more money to offset the loss from the, the, loss from the lease. Again, a ability to adapt, a business decision, and he's doing much better even with the burden of the old lease still over his head. Great. I mean, it's just numbers. It's, mm-hmm. it's not emotions. Exactly. Uh, and it's like, hey, yeah, I'm going to fulfill my lease obligations. I'm not going to walk out on that, but we're going to we're going to do twice as much revenue yeah. here and just offset it with that. Right? Yeah, so, it's looking forward with a bill that's hanging on. You know what I mean? It. Like it's just it's just something you got to pay. No big deal. Um, there's one thing that we didn't get to, but it's massive, and it comes in after the ability to adapt. It's action. Because if you look back at, you know, everything that everyone's dealt with. There was a lot of people who sat around and thought about things. Mm. There was a lot of things that, you know, I mean, anything, not just the the virus, not just the pandemic stuff, but should I have done that? Would that help my business? If you get, we, we talk quite often about the emotional versus logic, getting from the, the emotional resistance to understanding, Hey, this is a decision I need to make because it's better. It's the best thing for my business is where you guys need to sit. Ultimately, that's where we need to make decisions from. 
this list, if, if we didn't act or if our clients didn't act on these things, mm-hmm. well, well, this then, last year, a lot of them probably could have had to close their doors. Well, it's funny. Every single one of these things we learned takes action to, to in order to implement. Yeah, exactly. So, action, <laughs> okay. Taking action trumps all. Yeah, boom. Boom. We talk about it all the time, right? Events, uh, coaching programs, master guys. It's not just us. We would love if you wanted to come work with us, but to, I, we don't want to see you sit in the same seat next year at the end of this one or listening to last year's recap and, and you know, feeling like you're in the same seat today. There's uh, nothing worse than going two, three, four years at the same place. Like you're, you're just treading water or going backwards. Like you're working way too hard as a gym owner. Gym owners work, are the hardest working oh. gym people in, out there, right? In business, they're just, they work their asses off and you don't know any different, right? Mm-hmm. But if you keep doing the same things over and over and you're in the same place, that's, that's insanity, right? That's the, that's the, the definition. definition. Sure. It's like, it's so frustrating. So in order to make growth happen, you have to take action on things. And if that's coaching for you, or if that's a marketing play for you, or if it's a model change for you, or if it's a second location or hiring a new staff person or whatever it is, you have to do something in order for it to change. It doesn't automatically snap your fingers and all of a sudden the, the everything's better. Exactly. You have to take action. So, and it goes back to, I mean, like think of marketing, but it's, it's one of the easiest places to figure out, you know, or like see how action can change the business that quickly, right? You're standing in your gym every day and you're waiting for a referral or you're waiting for somebody to walk in the door or you're waiting for whatever the hell it is, mm-hmm. like showing up for work and every other pillar, it's the same way. But when you're sitting there waiting, you're not out there hunting progressively putting people into your business. You're not out there making the change that your business, you know, can benefit from, but get intentional about marketing, right? Start Mm -hmm. figuring out where your ad dollars should go. The next thing you know, you have an entirely different focus. You know, your future now has opportunity. It's not just a waiting game. It's not just a how, it's a this is how. And that's, that's the biggest thing is action. That middle ground is really just taking people from that to you know, getting intentional about the growth of the business. Correct. Well, look, that's our list, but I would tell you this from what we're seeing, the numbers are great in a lot of gyms. Again, best year ever in 10 years, uh, best month ever in 15 years. Like these are things happening right now in 2021 that are only getting better next year. I, Mm -hmm. as long as this thing tapers out again, we can't tell the future. You might be in a state that's in flux, but if this trend keeps going the way it's going, you're seeing the Pelotons kind of just going away yeah. a little bit. And that's great news for us. Yep. There is a pent up demand for socialization, pent up demand for in-person communication, uh, Zoom and shit. Like people are over it. Yeah. You know, they're traveling again. They're trying to get out. And that's why you're you're seeing this kind of these numbers coming back in. And that's great. Um, the best thing that you can do is just kind of keep tally on who you lost over the last year and just go back after them uh, for January, you know, quarter one at least, depending on your state, right? Um, this is all great news for us. Gyms are not dead. I don't know who said that. Uh, it was pretty heavy market chatter for a while. Yeah, for a while they ain't, they're not dead, and I never felt like they were dead because there's 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 always the person that needs the gym. They need the they need the communication in person. They don't. They're not going to do it on their own. Nope. And that's who we serve as training gyms. That's who we serve as, you know, gym owners in general. 
it's all great news. I'm excited for next year. I, I see big things happening. I think we're going to see a surge. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing this and I'm looking forward to hearing from you. I want to hear, like, go to our group, our business talk with fitness professionals group. Let us, let us know what happened this year. In fact, I'll throw a poll up. So it's live for you guys when this comes out, I'll throw, nice. it, up, I'll throw it up tomorrow and uh, you know, make sure it's, it's, you know, you can see what's happening, right? It's not just us saying it. Yes, we have a, a pulse on what's going on with a lot of gyms, but hey, we don't know everything, right? We don't know, if, you know, in your corner of the world, what's going on there. Yep. Love to hear. So hopefully this helped and kind of recap the year. I'm, I'm excited uh, for 2022. Happy New Year for everybody listening to this in January. Yeah, Happy New Year. Um, and we, uh, we look forward to hopefully working with you soon. Until next episode, guys, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you have to do to join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals right now is to head on over to Facebook, type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you join, we're going to give you access to our 10 strategies, seven figure gym owners use to win. All right. I look forward to you joining us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great.